Pulling out the coupe at the lot, told him for a 12 for a swap. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn seal, I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals, we been trapping like the A. All right, another week, another box. Uh, my name is Ryan. Here is Tyler. What's uh, up? It's tonight's Monday. Watching on Monday Night Football. Um, Eli and Peyton Cam, or vice versa, however they call it. But yeah, second quarter just started. Currently seven seven. Um, I guess let's start there. Do you have any action on this game, Ryan? Um, I do not. Um, inter interdivision for me with Bears, and so really, I would love it if just both teams lost. So you want to tie. Is what you're yeah, but I'm not gonna bet a tie in NFL football because that's asinine. That'd be pretty cool if you did that though. Yeah, and a hit that would be pretty cool. Hmm. But no, it definitely will be interesting. Um, if Aaron Rodgers just says fuck you to everybody from last week and absolutely balls out, or if the Lions put up a fight and I don't know, is a proof yeah, we'll, out for him. Yeah, we'll see what uh we'll see what happens here. Uh, unlike you, I do have action on this game. Oh, sorry, I lied. Actually, I have the well. Go ahead, and then I'll just chime in when I have. Uh, the same action. Okay, so I have a four-team teaser, um, and this is the last leg of the teaser. I have the Packers plus one and a half in that teaser. It was the football team plus ten, uh, the Bucks minus one and a half, and the Browns minus a half. So all three of those covered starting last Thursday, and now we have the Packers plus one and a half here to hit that teaser. And then outside of that, I did not take the game outright or the total. Uh, all I have is a seven-leg parlay on the game, uh, and that is Rodgers to throw two touchdowns, Aaron Jones to score one, Devontae to score one, Devontae Adams to have over 91 receiving yards. And then the other pieces of this are Lions, Goff to throw two, Hawkinson to catch one, and DeAndre Swift to score one. So it's a seven-legger. It's like plus, I don't know, over a thousand. Uh, That's what like, I went in on too. So yeah, it's like plus. It was plus six thousand to start, and then I delayed myself in putting it in, and I lost four hundred. So I put it in at plus fifty six hundred. Um, still not a small payoff. I obviously wished that it shifted in 10 minutes, but I guess, I guess you would say that's positive if it's going down. Um, but yeah, so we're in the second quarter here. Goff's thrown one already. Rogers has thrown one and Aaron Jones scored on the one he threw. So one leg's done. The two legs that need multiple pieces are halfway done and Adams has a couple catches. So he's starting to rack up some yards there. So we are, uh, on the way, so to speak. Yeah. Don't hate it. I Maybe think by the end of this, we'll have hit it all. Not yeah, that would be really cool. I think if we can get one of them to throw another one in the first half here and it to go to, you know, whoever we need, right, whether that's Swift or Hawkinson for Goff or Adams for Green Bay. Yeah. You know, I think if we're, walk, if we're walking in the halftime with over half of Adams's yards done, a QB done, and two of the touchdown scores done, I actually think we have the – a really good chance at hitting this thing in the second half. Um, so, so we'll monitor that. I'll try and keep you guys updated on that as this pod goes on. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I have on the game. Nothing too crazy. Kind of took it on the shins this week in the NFL. So I was not loving 11 and a half. I thought that was too much. And I would have bet the over on the total, but I decided to smartly stay away. There you go. Nice. Sorry, you got kicked in on NFL this week. Um, you want to go over that at all or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can uh, we can do that. So 
In the NFL, again, the Eagles picks are not official picks. So I will take those off of the record I give you guys since they are not official picks. Um, so I went four and five. You know, it was not the greatest of weeks. It wasn't the worst of weeks on my official picks. Obviously, you add in a couple Eagles losses there and it looks a lot worse in my own personal book, but I went four and five. If you use a standard unit across the board for that, you were down one unit. So, you know, not absolutely terrible, um, but it was just hard, right? The spreads were all tight. Um, you know, the Cardinals gave the spread away at the end of that game and should have lost the game entirely. Same with Seattle. They gave that game away. Um, and then the Chargers game was back and forth. So there was kind of three games there that I look at that all broke. Um, not my way, mm -hmm. but it was uh, it was okay. I appreciate the Bears covering. The Steelers really never had a shot in that game. Big Ben didn't look great. Broncos dominated. Patriots dominated. Uh, and the Bucks just exploded in the second half on the Falcons once the Falcons made that close. So... NFL wise, you know, four and five, it's, uh, wasn't the worst. So what about you? How'd you do NFL? Um, so I kind of procrastinated, um, didn't get the chance to look at the board Sunday again, um, as I was tailgating Brewers Cubs. Um, and so didn't get any picks in, got, I think one of the props beforehand, um, that we kind of all put in, but besides that, nothing really hit or not that even though that hit it either, but not a ton of action for my way NFL, um, to be honest. Got it. What uh, what about college then? Let's shift. Let's shift. Or before we shift to college, NFL. What if anything did you watch, and did you have any impressions on the games? I watched the. Uh, I forget who the last end of the game was. Uh, the last like second slate, um, and then into every touchdown on red zone, which. Seth loves red zone now because of that. So I was like, hey, we're just going to watch this for 20 minutes and it's going to be all the touchdowns today. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty cool. I, I'm drawing a blink right now. But what happens when you drink, start drinking at 10 and then drink to four and come home and try to watch football. And yeah, that does happen. Um, got it. Well, I will continue to ramble about the NFL then. Watched a lot of it. Uh, the birds just didn't look great. You know, the offense was lackluster. I feel like we just threw too many deep balls to commit to the run. Um, but the 49ers are a good team, right? It's a game I expect to lose. But we have a big game coming up this week where the Monday night game uh, against Dallas. So that's a critical game that we need to get up for. Besides that, you know, I don't know. The Steelers didn't look good. The Patriots are good again. The Cardinals might be the most exciting team to watch just because any play, you have no clue what the end result of the play will be, right? Kyler Murray will scramble for his life and it will either be an incredible completion or a spectacular interception. Um, so they are just a purely fun football team to watch the bucks are just to look like a fucking wagon uh they play the rams this week so that should be a very exciting game uh but yeah that's it you know a lot of quarterback injuries this week um i want to say not a lot of scoring comparative other weeks i think that other weeks or and even other seasons i feel like there's been more scoring in games um and maybe it's just more dispersion of scoring this year from quarterbacks to lower end receivers but i don't know i guess that's kind of my assumption on the nfl yeah, I haven't really noticed points, but I guess it seems like there's just been closer games, kind of more or less, or at least early on in the season, closer than you would think. 
um, kind of just shows that the league's not up for grabs, but it's kind of up for grabs at this point. Yeah, I mean, the margins are so razor thin, right? The fact that Vegas is so on with all these lines just impresses me every single week. Uh, I don't get it. I, you don't find value in any of them, and it's just so impressive how they do this time and time again. But with that being said, let's transition to college, where I know you did have some plays. Uh, how do we do there? Yeah, so we went – Five and three on the day for official picks. Um, I believe um, we had, bear with me, I'll get this out. But So we both had UCF, Louisville, um, UCF with the points. Didn't um, come out on top on that one. Fortunately, um, next up, Cincinnati, Indiana. Um, I had it in twice, I guess, three and a half and four as a spread. Both of them won, so that was nice. Um, and then Virginia Tech, West Virginia, we hyped up Virginia Tech too much. Didn't come up out for us, unfortunately. Um, USC, Washington State, dumb bet by me. <laughs> they got, well, it's not even a close game, but what have you. Um, Northwestern Duke was on of that. Duke won. Um, I forget what the score was, but it was a seven-point game. Anyways, so that was nice. Nice hit. Um, Utah, San Diego State. That was a nice hit by San Diego State in, what was that, triple overtime, I think. That was a big one for you. Plus yeah. 250. That was yeah. a big, that was a big come up for you. Yeah, I think that was... Went to triple overtime, which was actually on CBS Sports Network, which was what Iowa State was playing UNLV on. And so, like, we couldn't watch the first 10 minutes of the game. Until that finished. Yeah. Um, maybe it was longer. But then lastly, Arizona State, BYU. Uh, BYU money line hit. So, like I said, ended up 5-3, and three, um, up 3.6 standard units. Like that. Uh <laughs> I went seven to nine, unfortunately. Uh, as you said, UCF hurt. Um, and then there was a point during the early games where I thought I was going to start off 0 and 7. Virginia Tech, since he was dicey there for a while, Minnesota ran train, which was awesome. K State beating Nevada, really helpful. Um, Purdue not covering against Notre Dame hurt. Bama dominated the first half, and then they did not cover the spread, and Florida should have won that football game. Um, but then we came back. I had a couple of plays I added during the day on social media. So if you follow me you would have added wake that was good that hit for us toledo did not cover mississippi state lost that hurt didn't hit the under in south carolina georgia penn state though huge get right for me was penn state coming back and then personally i doubled down on it on my card right before kickoff um so that was big for me uh and then uab dominated north texas i was on byu as well i took with the points and then my shot to get within a unit of even was san jose state at night uh and they did not cover against hawaii so that hurt but yeah, went yeah. seven and nine, down four units, uh, or four point three units, excuse me. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, not a bad week, I think. Going forward, need to be more selective about the games that we bet, especially in the NFL. I think the margins are just so razor thin. I think in college you can find value in lines like we talked about. The NFL, it's just so so razor thin. Um Outside of that, footy, did you bet any? Yes, I followed you in the uh, EPL and the Bundesliga. EPL, tough tough week. We went we went 500, which I guess is normally a good week in, in most things. Um, well, yeah, so I, I wanted to bring this up too. It's like <clears throat> um, Wisconsin doesn't have like DraftKings or we don't have like betting apps. So the draw no bet, no, the draw no bet and double chance I interpret interpolate, and so for double bet or double chance I have to put down essentially a bet on money line and draw to get like the, the same relative odds, and then yeah. for draw no bet I just do draw and that's it. 
Um, so, for example, no. in EPL, I went three and five, but I ended up positive because the draws hit and that. But so, well, there you go. Yeah, the, the percentage to me doesn't matter in this because it's going to be skewed because I have the games, I have two bets, and one of them is bound to lose anyways. Right. You have an auto loss in there. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, for you, it's more about the positive negative units. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess with the Bundesliga, we did good though. Six and one. That was good. Yeah. So, Bundesliga was huge. With, uh, with that, I guess, round up for you folks that can bet the chance or drunk no bet um we bet 43 games last week starting with 11 champions league games midweek and then we added on 32 league games throughout the weekend um we ended up 33 10 no pushes so we hit at a 77 percent clip um we are 26.8 units on soccer uh which is awesome so when you factor that in with the nfl and college football for me i was up uh 20.6 i think 20.1 something like that above 20 units uh it's on the it was on the social media yes so super exciting um so that was good soccer is still strong we had probably our worst day of soccer in about a month on sunday and i think we were still two games above 500 there so that was good Uh, another huge week for soccer i was talking to ryan about this beforehand um the carabao cup is an english cup which i think is very cool uh, it combines all of the leagues in England, and they have a big tournament with all of the top teams in each league. They're seated, play a knockout tournament that goes through. So they have that this week. Because of that, um, three of the other domestic leagues, Serie A in Italy, La Liga in Spain, and Ligue 1 in France all have a midweek game because there also is no Champions League this week, as well as a weekend game. So this will be a very high-volume soccer week um, because essentially for three leagues, we have a full slate midweek, and then we have another full slate on the weekend. Um, so that'll be exciting but yeah soccer continue to be making profit week over week which is you know exciting all you can ask for um and it's done done well right to balance out those nfl and college football losses that we took this week yeah so you're saying hey i don't watch soccer just follow the picks and they'll probably be good cancel out the the college games you do watch and think you know everything about just do soccer and it'll be fine yeah that's not a bad strategy um it's been working out well so far so with that um oh fantasy roundup how the teams do this week Another not great week. It didn't help. I I was facing uh, Derrick Henry, who racked up 47 points on his own. Yes, I have Derrick Henry in one of my leagues, and he <laughs> has been uh, very, very helpful. And then even the guy's kicker got like 20 points, so that is... Yeah, you really hate to see that. Goff's in the red zone right now, second and goal. Just to interrupt us here, see if we can get a Hawkinson or Swift touchdown would be really, really, really beneficial to our team here. Uh, yeah, or to this parlay. Yeah, and then also with oh, Henry getting Hawkinson. all the yards. Touchdown. Nice. There it is. Let's go. That's Goff's second TD. It checks that off. Hawkinson TD checks that off. Parlay, just like we said, we needed that before half and we got it. With still seven and a half left, so that was beneficial. Love that, love that. And right on cue, Gronk is on the Peyton Eli show. <laughs> so he's probably juiced. Can't hear him, but you know he's gassed up right now for his fellow tight ends. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, fantasy is not good. Because then I, I have AJ Brown as my wide receiver one, so he just got like nothing. And yeah, anyways, no one cares about fantasy, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I guess not. Once you start really gambling, uh, we're gonna. Lo- Brad and I, our co-owned team, will lose this week. We won last week on stack correction. Uh, looks like we're gonna lose this week unless Aaron Jones really goes off in the second half, because uh, we're projected to lose right now by seven. Uh, and then in my other league, I now for the second week in a row have put up the most points in the league. I put up one fifty-two this week. Um, so we popped off. I have Kyler on that team, and I have Derek Henry uh, and Tyler Lockett who put up twenty-seven, and I had twenty-five points from Marquise Brown on my bench. So that team's really, really good. Yeah. Um, 
you know, my tight end was Tyler Higby, who had 1.3 points this week. Um, but it really doesn't matter because I'm just blowing people out. So very exciting stuff in that league. But to your point, don't really care about fantasy. Um, <laughs> not, not high on my list of wants. Um, but with that being said, let's jump into this week uh, as our schedule is set up. And we've been good so far. Claps and snaps to us through the first four weeks now uh two pods a week so that's been good we will be releasing a second pod thursday morning we're going to target this week if not it will be friday morning um so with that said we will discuss right now the thursday night football game and the thursday night college game um so ryan where where do we want to start nfl or college first one i got up here is college love it i've got the marshall thundering herd taking on appalachian state um i think appalachian state what's the spread right now seven points i think they beat i like those points so you like app state minus i have minus seven and a half app state is what i got yeah i like my bite down to seven but i like app state with the points okay by the hook that's smart also here's a good explaining gambling to people if you ever hear a gambling show discuss the hook that is the half a point that puts you above or below a football number so your football numbers are multiples of threes and sevens Um, obviously touchdown field goal is where that comes from so the hook on a favorite would be minus seven and a half right so that extra half a point that wouldn't push for you you would lose is the hook the hook on an underdog would be minus six and a half not minus seven right because then if they lose by a touchdown you don't push you lose um so that's the hook is that half a point you will see that all the time in vegas as ryan said if you find a game that is not juiced around the hook that is normally a very advantageous time for you to buy half a point on either side so if you find a game with a hook that is minus 110 or minus 105 or even even normally you can buy the half a point and you'll be in the minus 120 minus 120 125 range not the worst juice i normally won't go above 125 if i see something minus 130 i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna just probably wait or take the risk um mm-hmm. but yeah that's the advantageous what time to buy the hook is if it's minus 110 or better odds to begin with um so you stay under minus 130 normally with that half point um but yes all that to say gambling lesson of the week as what a hook is and football numbers so App State minus seven and a half, actually plus 105 right now on our book. So that is a great time. If you do like App State, Ryan's point, you can buy the hook, get them down to minus seven, and you're going to lose 20 points of juice. So they're going to go from minus seven and a half plus 105 to minus seven, minus 115. So you got that 20 cent swing in there. But again, they win by touchdown. Now you push. Um, whereas if you don't buy the hook, you're going to lose that bet. So that is a good example of it. And this is a favorable time to buy the hook, um, especially early in the week. Unless you think the line's going to move to Marshall, in which case you should wait it out. Then you'll probably get the minus seven for about even money. Uh, but with that said, Ryan, you're on App State here. Yep. Any reasoning? Any thoughts? Um, they What did they do last game? Yeah, their season seemed to be going a lot better. Um, played close against Miami two yep. weeks ago, ranked. Um, Marshall hasn't really played anybody great this year. Um, ECU is pretty good. I guess that was a close game, but I just F State until until Marshall can make national news by upsetting someone like Michigan, then uh F State's got it. Okay, that is a uh, top level analysis from 2009 for you. <laughs> right there. Uh okay. Do you like the total? Feel like we're just the side in this game no i think just the points the total yep. sitting at what 58 and a half yeah yeah i i don't know college was that with overs when you i don't know 
I don't like I don't like this game especially. I don't pay I don't know these teams well enough to know if that's reasonable. I mean obviously it probably is because Vegas Vegas, but at the same time, I don't have faith in it. But yeah, I think and I agree with everything you said. I think App State is the better team. Uh, I think App State is a very capable football team. Um, I don't love them minus seven and a half. I don't really want to buy the hook because I don't have that much conviction in them like Ryan does. Um, if this line drops to under a touchdown, I'll probably take App State. If this drops to six, I will definitely take App State. Um, but we, this is a gambling show, so I have to give out a pick. Um, so I'm going to take the total. I think we're going to go over 58 and a half. Both of these teams have been able to produce a lot of points this season on a consistent basis. Uh, yards, Marshalls, you know, 600 yards per game. Um, App State, 450. So they both can move the football. They both can put up points. Um, I look for a lot of that, and I think that there is no reason this can't be a shootout both in the mid 30s so i am going to take the over that's gonna be my official pick for this game over 58 and a half thoughts sorry sorry i was on you love that um so then thursday night nfl we got carolina taking on houston um who do you like here tyler initial thoughts uh what is the line in this game seven and a half dude i don't know like everyone loved carolina this week and i was like no that's the stupid play and then they look good and the saints look terrible but houston has david mills or someone as their quarterback um i like that with tarod out it's the tyrod backup effect <laughs> yeah i mean i just i don't and carolina is on the road and like i just have no concept of how good they actually are as a football team mm-hmm. right like i just i don't know how good they are green bay's on the half yard line right now first and goal Devontae adams catches a touchdown here that would be really freaking cool um yeah, I don't know, Ryan. You know, the over-under is 44, which I think is a terrible number. I want yeah. no parts of that. Going into tonight, every primetime game, Thursday, Sunday, and Mondays have gone over. But I just, I, I don't know. Like, again, the margin's so razor thin. Like, my gut's telling me if this stays over seven to take Houston. But I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like the total in this game. Um, That's fair. I think my pick is if this game is over seven, take the Texans. If this game gets down the six take carolina i think that is my pick it is an if an either or an if then statement scenario um yeah i think that's pretty helpful for i don't know if everybody else is thinking picks this early on their books so if you're going to watch it see how it goes it's a good kind of uh rule of thumb yeah like this game like it just i don't know man i just i like i this is a game that like I would if we didn't have a gambling show, like I wouldn't bet this game. Like this is a stay away for me. Um and you know what? No, take my pick off the board. I'm staying away anyway. I gave out the pick for a Thursday night game, even though we have a gambling show. I gave out the over in Marshall and App State, and I have much more conviction in that than anything in this game. Like this game just doesn't no, yeah. I just I don't want this game at all. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, at first glance, it's okay. Carolina, they're probably gonna win because Tyra Taylor's out, but at the same time, that's exactly when you think that's gonna happen and then it's just going to come over and bite you in the ass. It's the exact same thing with New Orleans in Carolina this week, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, they just blew out the Packers. That's it. Like, they're they're the team. Like, they're going to smoke Carolina. This line's too close, right? Now you look at it the same way, and Carolina's going to Houston. And Houston has a ton of problems in the front office and on the field and Deshaun Watson, everything that they got going on. And you just, it's a short week. You don't know what's going on. 
I don't. Yeah, this is a this is a stay away from me. Um, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. What about you? What what are your thoughts on this? Do you have a feeling? Are you going to take it, or is it just you think Carolina, but you don't want to take the game? Yeah, I mean, kind of going into it, I like Carolina with Tyler Taylor out. Um, you hear jokes on the internet that every other quarterback that's followed after Tyler Taylor has been injured or taken over has become somewhat successful. Not any real accolades yet to show for it, but you look around in the league and they're pretty good guys. Um, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Baker Mayfield, to name a few. I think there's like one or two more, but um, again, so I'm not going to say there's some genie in the bottle kind of thing with him going down, but you never know. And because of that, and you also convinced me that to just hate this game. So I'm not going to take it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, it just doesn't. There are exciting Thursday night games and there are exciting primetime games. And this is just not one that I have conviction on at all. Um, maybe you know what this game has the potential for mm-hmm. this game has the potential to be in a teaser of next week right you want to tease something i think you can tease this game either way and not go wrong i think you can tease if you do a four team 10 point teaser here i think we can tease this game with houston and get them up to a million points and be fine oh Rodgers just threw a second touchdown to Aaron Jones. Um, so that completes him also, but I wish that was Devontae. But sorry, Devontae yeah. will get one in the second half. Um, like this is a good teaser game, right? If you do a 14, 10 point teaser, you're getting Houston plus 17 in it, or you're getting Carolina plus points, right? So they basically win and you're good. So I think that is a candidate for this game is if you want to put it in a teaser, but I I just I don't love this game straight up. Yeah. So um that's the Thursday night picks for college and NFL. Um, like we said earlier, we'll give our picks for the rest of the games in the second episode of the week. Um, I guess with that said, is there any one that's any game that jumps out to you right now that you love the line that you looked at, or if you had a chance, no worries. But yeah, that's a good a good question. And let me let me tell you what in college, right? We have uh three friday night games it looks like in college right wake forest virginia i think is a very good game to watch um i don't know i particularly have a side i think i might look at wake plus the points if i was taking something there liberty also travels to syracuse friday night i think syracuse is a bad football team liberty's kind of starting to figure it out they're minus six which i don't love that number um but i would look at liberty with the points unlv fresno state like fresno state's a good team like minus 30 i'm not laying that this far into the season and and then looking at college on Saturday, the big game, right, is Notre Dame, Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm missing anything. Like, that's the game. Yeah. Um, I can't stand Notre Dame, so I'm going to take Wisconsin. They're at home in Camp Randall, minus five and a half right now. Um, I think that that is where I lean that game. Outside of that, looking through this, like, there's some bad matchups. Like, last week and this week, you get, because they do that thing now where you play conference games week one for, like, the major conferences, there's, like, couple cupcake games have now been sprinkled over the last couple weeks so like you know Ohio State's played a good schedule now they play Akron right like they're 49 point favorites right like I have no interest in betting that game in the slightest Mm -hmm. you know so there's some games like that that I don't love um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think anything else jumps out as like marquee matchup game. I guess Oklahoma, West Virginia, you could argue West Virginia good win. Oklahoma did not look great last week. Maybe yeah. West Virginia in the points plus 16. That looks like a good line early. Maybe I'll, you know, monitor that the next day. If it starts going down, I might jump on that. Um, 
I don't know. Nothing else unless I'm missing something is really screaming at me. Um, good game. What about you? What are your thoughts this week on the slate? Yeah, I mean, you kind of summed it up. There's not a ton of great games. There are some that catch caught my eye um, that we'll go into deeper next time um, just because there's – it's the same kind of theory, small point spread, take the underdog kind of thing, um, and then kind of stuff to back it up. But yeah, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, um, you mentioned Camp Randall. It's actually at Soldier Field in Chicago. Um, oh, that's right. You know, I didn't know that. That's right. So, that's on me. I remember they're promoting that. Are they going to wear special jerseys or something cool? That'd be really cool. I don't know what, what Wisconsin can pull off, though, like with red and white. But Maybe they'll have like a some sort of stripe situation. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Or just like flat out color rush. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, Right now, the spread's five and a half, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I liked that before saying out loud that they're playing at Soldier Field, um, just because. I agree. I think you saying that has shifted. Like that takes the home field. No, I think that that's real, right? I think in yeah. college, momentum and home field and new jerseys, like that shit matters in college, right? Like I was having this discussion this weekend and it was about the UNC Virginia game. It's like, oh, like, why did you think this was going to be a blowout? Like, why did you think US- UNC was going to hang it on them? I'm like, UNC was wearing brand new throwback jerseys. Like in the NFL, that shit doesn't matter. But like in college, if you think about yourself as a college kid, when you would get like something new to wear, like you would be juiced up to wear it. Like, you had new yeah. swagger when even if it was just a new t-shirt to wear off the bar like you had new swagger when you wore it right yeah. imagine them going out there playing in front of a sold-out stadium in a division game with a brand new jerk like brand new uniforms that yeah. they think are the good, coolest good, thing in the world that's it right yeah. and like in the nfl i understand that not mattering because they are paid athletes but in college like that shit affects the team right it might not affect them for the whole game but that gives them some spark when they come out start a football game yeah, you are sure. i think you're foolish if you don't at least factor that in somewhat yeah i just am hesitant now because there's a ton of notre dame fans within chicago area and it's pretty close. i agree like, i think so. the I think the home field advantage is gone. I hate Notre Dame, so I would like to take Wisconsin. But then they also have the Jack Cohn revenge game pack. True. Right? Like, he was Wisconsin's quarterback. He lost the job to Graham Mertz, and then he transferred to Notre Dame. You know? Yeah. Like, that's another factor of this game, right? Like, that is a kid that wants nothing more than to beat Wisconsin by 57 points, right? Like, he wants to beat them. He wants to be up in the fourth quarter, and he wants to not run the football and keep throwing bombs and step on their throats, right? Like, that is the mentality that kid's going to have. For and sure. And, you know, I don't know. I'm glad we didn't get picks out for that game right now because I I don't know where I fall now, right? You're telling me that that game is in minus eight and a half at Camp Randall. Like, that doesn't seem right. Like, that seems like a take Notre Dame spread to me, you yeah. know? For sure. I don't, well, I don't, I don't know. We have some yeah, time. We'll see how it moves as a week progresses. Yeah. What about NFL? Have you looked at that? Do you have feelings on that? I don't have any feelings at this point in time. Okay. <laughs> Well, here's my initial Cardinals at Jacksonville. I think you just fade the Jags until they cover, um, but the Cardinals could be the team they cover against because as I discussed earlier in this podcast, right, Kyler Murray will make these insane plays that will end in a spectacular completion or a spectacular interception. And, you know, who knows the way that they end, right? Seven and a half, I don't love, minus 110. This is a situation where if I can buy the hook and stay under minus 130, I probably would do that because I do not love that hook. India, Tennessee, no fucking, or yeah. No clue about this game. Huge win for Tennessee. Indy lost. Carson's hurt. I don't think he's playing. Tennessee's favored by six at home. It's a divisional game. Like, I just, that's a game I think I don't want any parts of. Baltimore is minus 10 and a half early at Detroit. It's actually plus 115. Um, Baltimore just has a slew of injuries. They had a huge win last night. That could be a letdown spot if Detroit wins tonight. Also, that line's going to shift. 
So I don't love that. Washington football team at Buffalo, Buffalo minus 10. I think the football team's defense might suck. Like they were awesome last year. I think they could be terrible. <laughs> um, I just, I don't get why their line is the way that it is, but 10 is a lot of points in the NFL. That's why it's plus 110 um, because that's a lot. The Saints at New England, New England minus three. That seems like a play that I would like. Um, Chargers at Chiefs. I want no parts of that game. Falcons at Giants. The Giants are favored by three. I actually might take Atlanta in that game. I think Atlanta plus three at even money is potentially where I go there. Uh, the Bears at the Browns, I want no parts of. I don't understand what's going on with the quarterback situation. And I think the Browns are a good football team. Nine. Bears against back. I, I don't want no parts of a nine point yeah. spread in that game. Um, maybe if anything, I would look under 46 and a half, but that's already a low total, but that might be where I would go if anywhere on that game. Bengals, Steelers, Steelers minus four and a half, maybe, but they look god awful this week. Raiders, Dolphins, like if two is hurt, do the Raiders keep looking good? Like they could cover four and they're at home. Dolphins aren't great. Uh, Broncos, Jets, I don't want any parts of. Um, Tampa Bucks, Tampa at the Rams. That's a pick them right now. Maybe like that just seems like a really good football game. Yeah. Like, I think I would bet Tampa there because Brady wants to like, he, I think if he went undefeated and won a Super Bowl this year, he does hang them up. Like he talked about getting promising Tampa two years, regardless of what happens. Like this is that second year and he thinks he can play till 50, but if they got it done in the longest season in NFL history, the first 17 game season that they went undefeated and they won the Super Bowl, like he is hanging them up. And like, I think he is playing to win every single game. Yeah. Um, so I like Tampa there. And then Seattle at Minnesota as a pick Um, I don't know anything about that. And then Eagles-Cowboys is Monday night. So I think right now I have three games that I like. New England minus three, Atlanta plus three, uh, sorry, four games. Vegas minus four. And But that's if Derek Carr is healthy. I don't know what's going on with him. And then Tampa as a pick That That is, if I kept my slate to that in an Eagles bet, like I would be very proud of myself. Okay. Well, we'll see how it matches up on uh, Thursday slash Friday. Yeah, it won't. Um, Don't worry. It won't match <laughs> up. But Yeah. Well, um, let's move on to the bread and butter of the program. Um, let's talk some soccer. Yes. So, yep. Here we are. Soccer. Bit, right. For the uh, this week's lesson in European football. <laughs> Yeah, I think we need to start coming up with something to discuss each week so people understand. Um, oh, here we go. I have a, actually do have a lesson for you. So what is important to know in tournaments, in knockout stages of tournaments, such as the Carabao Cup is, when you take the money line of a team, the bet you are taking is for that team to win in 90 minutes plus stoppage. This is critical. You will see additional bets on sportsbooks for bigger tournaments and for bigger matches of not only the team to win, but you will also see team to advance and the odds will be shifted there and smaller. Um, that means your team can win in stop in uh, extra time. Your team can win in a shootout. Make sure you are diligent when picking which of those you are selecting. This can get you euros, for example, right? If you just took someone, you just took Spain, or if you just took Italy to advance or money line against Spain, you would have lost your bet because they won in PKs. 
you took Italy to advance against Spain, you would have won your bet because they won in PKs, right? So that's important to know in finals of tournaments, that bet will be uh, listed as to lift the trophy, right? So again, that means it doesn't matter how they win it, just that they win it. Whereas your money line is winning it in 90 minutes plus stoppage, no extra time, no PKs. That's your soccer lesson for the week. Uh, so that's an important distinguishment that you want to make when you are betting tournament soccer. Um, again, when you bet normal league soccer, you don't have this. You'll have your draw no better, your double chance. Um, tournament soccer, this will be more likely the bet that you go with, um, not draw no bet or double chance. So that's your soccer bet or your soccer lesson for the week. Yeah. <clears throat> um, with that, we will start with the Carabao Cup. We touched on it earlier in the podcast. Again, it is a bunch of the English domestic leagues put together in one big knockout tournament. So they are playing Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. They are knockout games, so these will go past 90 minutes. Um, not a lot of value in these. They're only in the third round, um, so there are still some very heavy favorites. For example, Arsenal, who is you know, not by any means having a good Premier League season, right? They're in, you know, the bottom third of the table. Um, they're minus 790 to win their game this week, right? So you still have some wonky draws like that. And then you also have some really good games, right? You have um, Man U playing West Ham, I believe. And that that's actually a rematch of a game they had this weekend in which Man U scored the game winner in the 89th minute. And then West Ham had a penalty in stoppage time that actually got saved by Man U goalie or they would have drawn nil or uh, they would have drawn the game. So you have some really good matchups. You also have some really poor matchups. Because of that, I don't really love any of the lines. Um, so with that, we actually are going to put a parlay in for soccer this week now this is a sprinkle this is one quarter to one half of what you would put on one normal soccer game is what you're going to sprinkle on this because of that all of these games are money line so to the point we just made all of these games must be finished in 90 plus stoppage no extra time no pks if that happens you're going to lose the bet if you want to lay some extra juice and take all these teams to advance you can i think the juice is too much i think there's enough juice in all of these games to begin with um so with that said we're going to take five games in this parlay i'm just going to read you off the winners it's going to be everton Liverpool, Leicester City, Chelsea, and Brighton Albion. Those are going to be the five games. Essentially, all five of these teams are playing teams. These teams are all in the Premier League playing non-Premier League teams. Um, they should all win. They should all win in regulation. They're all very heavy favorites to win. Um, so we need them to do that. If they do that, uh, this will be great. Plus a 1,000 on the parlay. Again, you want to wager... 10% to a quarter to half of what you would put on a normal soccer bet, right? You don't want to put a ton on this. You wouldn't put four units on it unless you have that kind of conviction or unless you want to take them all double chance or two advance. Again, I took the money line. You obviously have reduced odds if you do that. Um, but that's on you. So this is just a little sprinkle. doesn't happen very often. This is probably the last round of this tournament we can look at doing something like this, but that's what we're going to do there. So again, the five-teamer, they happen Tuesday, September 21st, and Wednesday, September 22nd. So as soon as you listen to this, go put this in. Um, I also, if we remember and we're good hosts, this will be up on Instagram. Maybe Ryan will bet you would put on a soccer game, pay off to a quarter of that, if not less, just a sprinkle. So that's the Carabao Cup. Um, EPL, they have no midweek games because of this. Bundesliga also does not have midweek games this week. So what we do have, since there is no Champions League like there was last week, we have midweek in Syria in Italy, La Liga in Spain, and Ligue 1 in France. So we'll run through these. Um, I have four, four, and six, I want to say, for picks. Um, 
and we will go through these. So we are starting to get to the point where you get some dispersed lines. So I have some money lines sprinkled in here. They are personal decisions for money lines. If you are okay laying the juice, then take them double chance or take them draw no bet, obviously. Um, personally, I was okay risking it to take the money lines, um, but that's a personal decision for you. So what we're gonna do, we're gonna start in Italy in Serie A. We have four games. On Tuesday, the 21st, we have two picks. We have Genoa at home against Bologna. Genoa, double chance, minus 116. Second game of the day is Inter at home against Fiorentina. This is a stretch game. Inter playing very well. Fiorentina also playing well, but Inter is the better team. Fiorentina on the road. We're going to see if Fiorentina can get this done. We're going to take them double chance. It's minus 108. Hoping that they play for a draw where they get a late winner. They played very well this weekend. Um, um, and they've been in good form as of late. Next game, Wednesday, the 22nd, Juventus, powerhouse. Ronaldo used to play for them. They have looked so bad this year in Italy. It is not funny. They have played terrible. So because of this, this is a absolute reach game. Juve against Spezia. Spezia plus a goal and a half. That's right. Not money line, not double chance, not draw, no bet. They are plus a goal and a half is how we're going to take them. I got that at minus 115. So the same type of odds that you're getting for other games, but they are plus a goal and a half. So just as extending that rights now, they can win the game. They can win double chance. They can draw the game where they can lose by one goal. This is a sprinkle game. Do not put the same units on this. This is a sprinkle. Juve has been in terrible form. Juve was in terrible form this weekend. They had a quick turnaround. Right now, this is a sprinkle game. There's nothing more than that. Spezia is in no way, shape, or form the better team, but this is a sprinkle for a good, almost even return on the game. Finally, last game is Thursday, the 23rd. It is Lazio uh, against Torino. Uh, I'm taking Torino double chance. So the home team, Lazio, lost over the weekend. Torino had a positive result. Uh, it's minus 109 on the double chance. That is Serie A. So again, we have four plays. Genoa, double chance. Fiorentina, double chance. Spezia, plus a goal and a half. And Torino, double chance. That is Italy and Serie A. Ryan, comments, thoughts, questions before we move on? Um, No, can... I think I'm good. All right. We're going to go to Ligue 1 in France next. Four plays there as well. All four of these are going to be on Wednesday, the 22nd. We have Marseille against Angers. We are taking Marseille on the money line, plus 113. Again, that is a money line play, as I just said. Lines are starting to get disparaging, or excuse me, are starting to spread apart. If you want to lay the juice, I suggest you take them double chance. If you are happy laying the juice, they are by far the better team. They should get a win in this game. If they do not, they should at least get a result. So I would say draw no bet, double chance, better play. I am okay risking it, so I will be taking them money line. Um, and again, on the show, as we talked about last week, we are not a show that is here for me to give out extremely high odds on double chance and draw no bet. I could do that all day long. We would hit 98%, but I would be having you guys lay minus 300 plus for every single game. That does nothing, right? That gives no value, right? All that does is set us up to have a bad week and lose a ton of money. So if you want to take them, draw no bet, I believe it was minus 230, something like that. Again, I try to keep that minus 200 threshold for the podcast, um, I, but I would say you do so, right? I would say if you're comfortable laying that juice, if you've been profiting off soccer and you're okay losing two units on this, that goes awry, I would say that's the play that you should take, um, but I'm going to give out them money line here. Next game, Stada Reims at home against Lil. Lil has still not been playing well at all. They're still in poor form. Um, again, poor form this weekend. Did not have a good result for us. Uh, we faded them. 
Last week, we took Lens on the money line against them for this exact same reason, because they were in poor form, and Lens won on the money line, 2-0 or 2-1, I believe. Um, that was a plus 158 cash for us last week. We're coming right back, same reasoning. Nothing has changed. Um, and we're going to take Statterim's at home against Lille. We're taking Statterim's double chance, minus 114. Next game, Strasbourg against Lens. Lens has been playing extremely well as of late. Again, they beat Lille last week on the money line. Lens is the away team. Strasbourg also been playing well, but we're going to take Lens double chance. Again, this is back to a double chance game, plus 102 as the away team. I think there's great value on the Lens, a Lens team that's been playing well in league Un all season finally nice at home against Laurent. um nice has been playing great they've been a great team all season they are a powerhouse and they have been playing like it but Laurent has been in great form as of late we had them last week double chance we had them that cashed i like them again this week go into nice and get a result they're a quality team. We're going to take them double chance at minus 105. So again, four picks in league Un. Marseille on the money line. Double chance if you're okay with the juice. Statterim's double chance. Lens double chance. Laurent double chance. All four of those games are Wednesday the 22nd, I believe. Final yeah. league. Final league here midweek is going to be La Liga. This is Spain. In this league, we have, uh, we'll call it seven plays. We'll say we have seven plays in this league uh, for midweek. So we have three plays on the 21st, which is Tuesday, uh, the day you will be listening to this. Those plays are Atletico Madrid at home against Getafe. Getafe just not a good side at all. Atletico on the money line at minus 137. That's great value. You don't find them like that, so we're going to take it. Um, next, uh, Celta de Vigo against Levante. Celta de Vigo is just not a good team. They have not been in good form. They got beat this weekend by Cadiz. Um, we were on Cadiz plus one and Cadiz double chance. Cadiz actually just won the game outright. Um, so we're going to be on that again. Levante, we were on this weekend. They drew with Elche. Um, double chance there hit for us. So we're going to be on the Levante double chance here. Third game tomorrow is Rayo at home against Atletico Bell. Atletico Bell drew against Atletico Madrid. This weekend, um, Athletic Bilbao is a top team. I like them to go into Rio and get a win, so we're taking that money line as well. Um, on Wednesday, we have one pick, Valencia uh, against Sevilla. I like Valencia, double chance. Both teams are playing well. Both teams are in good form. I like Valencia for the double chance result here, being the home team. Thursday, we have three picks to round out the slate. These three picks are... Real Sociedad at home against Granada. Like Real Sociedad, uh, double chance here. Granada, great, great, great result they got today against Barcelona. Um, they tied 1-1. They were up one for most of the game. Bartha tied the game in the stoppage time, the 92nd minute, I believe. Um, really exciting game for Granada. Great team effort, but Real Sociedad has been a very steady team all season long. They play consistent football. Granada, expect a letdown from them here. So we're going to be on Sociedad in that game. And then the last game is both of my final two picks. This is Real Betis at home against uh, Osuna. We were on Osuna and Betis both this week, both double chance, both cashed for us. I like Betis at home, one, on the double chance. And secondly, I like to sprinkle them on the money line. Again, this is like a parlay. This is a 
this i would say is half of what you're going to bet on a normal soccer game so if you put one unit on a soccer game this is a half unit play for you um i like bet this with a shot to win this game i think they've been in good form of late i think they've been good in the europa league again celtic they won last weekend they've gotten positive results the last three weeks in la liga as well i think they're playing in good form and i like them on a double chance and the money line sprinkle there advantageous on the money line at plus 227 and again the double chance uh i like that as well so that's why the money line should be a shorter play there so you'll still come out positive even with the double chance so we will run through this La Liga slate one more time. We have Atletico money line, Levante double chance, Athletic money line. Then we have Valencia double chance, Real Sociedad double chance, and then Real Betis double chance, and a sprinkle on Real Betis money line. And that's that. That is the midweek soccer roundup. And now we will have a full soccer slate again on the weekend. Yeah, it's a lot there, but... If you're, uh, I don't know, if if you trust us and just listen to Tyler and you'll probably be okay, um, as long as you don't put in the wrong pick or something. Yeah, don't do that. And it is a lot, but I try to give as much context as I can, right? Ryan can attest to this because I normally am sending him Snapchats or texting him very early his time. And I am up on the weekends watching soccer. Um, I watch a fair amount of these games, right? And tracking all these leagues consistently, you know, I try to give some value and not just give the picks. So you guys don't just think I'm throwing darts to the dartboard here. Um, so I do apologize if they go a little long, but if we keep oh. earning consistent profit as we have, I think everyone will be very, very, very okay with it. Um, last thing before we leave is we have a special sporting event this week yes, one that we comes do. around once every two years and that USA. is the Ryder cup yep usa versus europe um so i am not sure ryan if you've looked into the Ryder cup yet um i started to look into it i'm hoping we have a Ryder cup guest on later this week um but with that being said, have you looked into it? Do you have any thoughts on the Ryder Cup? Right now, USA is minus 200 to lift the cup. Europe plus 220 to or to win outright. And then to tie 14-14 is plus 1,200 in a tie. Europe does retain the cup um, because they currently have it. So if we look at this to lift the trophy, similar to soccer, USA minus 200, Europe plus 150. Um mm-hmm. So that's how that is. So if you want to risk it, if you're taking Europe, I would say you should take them as the outright winner and risk the 14-14 tie scenario to get the better value on the Europe pick itself. Uh, you can also bet correct margin, which I think is interesting. Um, you can bet who you think will have the most points in the Ryder Cup from either team. Yeah, I haven't looked too much into it, but just based off those kind of the like golf is too too many rounds, too many opportunities to just have it be like a USA to win minus two hundred type of bet. Like I don't know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch the whole weekend just for like that, or I'm not gonna put in the bet. I don't know, but so I need to look at kind of the different props I like and stuff like that, and the special ones that you don't get because the match play is so much different than a typical golf PGA tournament. So. Um, but it'll yep. definitely interesting with all the drama between the USA teams, teammates, and whatnot. So yeah, I don't love that. Um, you can bet each day what you think the correct scores will be, what you think the score will be after total, after day two, after day three, etc. Um, and then we also have some specials that you could bet on the Ryder Cup. Oh, it's our Thursday, correct? Uh, that's a great question. Let me look. I thought it started Friday. Actually. I believe it's Friday, Saturday. Maybe right. Yeah. 
So maybe we'll put out our soccer picks. We'll talk about or it's not soccer, sorry. We'll talk about it maybe a little bit more um, next right, episode, right. but then put out picks in the morning before they tee off or at night, whatever. They tee um, off on Friday. Friday is the yeah. first day. So we yeah. can uh so we can get the pod out before then. Um so that'll be advantageous for us. So be on the lookout for that. Um also any other last second soccer plays. Tyler is uh our live tweeter. Been trying my best to keep everyone updated on the Twitter on college football and NFL additions to the card and soccer plays. Um, Ryan and I both have access to the social media, so I think we are both going to try to make sure we keep posting our additions at least on Twitter to our mm-hmm. cards. Um, and then if one of us is watching something, live tweet that as well. Um, Packers just took the lead also in the third quarter. Rogers touched on the Tanyan, uh, and Brett Favre is on the Peyton and the Eli show. That's awesome, Sal. So. That said, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Follow us. Um, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Tell alerts for the tweets so you can get a notification every time Tyler tweets out. Um, and then maybe interact with us every now and then. Would love it. Yeah. Get in a heated argument on, on the Twitter sphere. Uh, if you want to argue with me about soccer, I'm in. Find me up. I'm there. <laughs> I'm on the Twitter sphere. Someone just make a burner account to just talk shit. Do it. But anything else you got until uh, Thursday? Nope, that's it. Let's stay hot in soccer, and let's uh, let's use that to get hot for the whole week. Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, roll clones. Go birds. If steal it with me, then he got the blues in the pouch. Took it to the forest, put the wood in the mouth. Bitch, don't wear no shoes in my house. The-